Good morning, it's Tuesday, November 15, 2011, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today, major health care changes likely to last. Justices to hear health care case as the race heats up, and Qatar wields outsized influence in Arab politics. In today's national headlines, students lose zeal for aiding Obama again, and Oakland police clear protesters. In today's business headlines, Newsweek departures unsettle the magazine, industry contests plan to resell digital music files, and in a harsh message, the U.S. issues the first fine for tarmac delays. More business stories to come, of course, more national and world news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Major Health Care Changes Likely to Last. For the nation's health care system, there may be no going back. No matter what the Supreme Court decides about the constitutionality of the federal law adopted last year, health care in America has changed in ways that will not be easily undone. Provisions already put in place, like tougher oversight of health insurers, the expansion of coverage to one million young adults, and more protections for workers with pre-existing conditions are already well cemented. And a combination of the law and economic pressures has forced major institutions to wrestle with the relentless rise in health care costs. From Colorado to Maryland, hospitals are scrambling to buy hospitals. Doctors are leaving small private practices. Large insurance companies are becoming more dominant as smaller ones disappear because they cannot compete. States are simplifying decades of Medicaid rules and planning new ways for poor and rich alike to buy policies more easily. But how to pay for these changes and what will happen to the 30 million uninsured Americans the law intends to cover will be up in the air if the requirement that individuals buy health insurance or face a penalty is struck down. The election results of 2012 and stiff state opposition to the mandate also complicate the picture. Hospital administrators, insurers, and doctors are counting on federal subsidies and coverage expansion that would result in a surge of patients with insurance to offset cuts in government programs that many fear could soon become draconian. Large health systems could then use their newfound clout to demand higher prices from private insurers, even as federal and state governments pay less. Other changes influenced by the legislation may leave some patients and doctors lost in the new land of giants. As medicine moves from a cottage industry to one dominated by large organizations, some patients with insurance will probably find their choices more limited. But their care may be better coordinated as hospitals, doctors, and insurers join to streamline services. The system is transforming itself, said Charles Kahn, president of the Federation of American Hospitals, but the success of these changes depends a lot on whether there is sufficient funding. Hospital systems are anticipating a major influx of federal funds and patients as a result of the law. In Maryland, for instance, the Johns Hopkins Hospital and Health System recently bought two suburban hospitals and is spending several hundred million dollars on computer systems to link its clinics and hospitals across the state. It has hired hundreds of primary care doctors and nurses, forged partnerships with urgent care clinics, and expanded home health services to serve an expected flood of new patients. If the law is struck down, health care reform will have to continue one way or another 
said Patricia Brown, who's the president of Johns Hopkins Healthcare.